This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! My beautiful screamers, and welcome, 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 welcome. Did I say welcome? Well, you're welcome. Welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. Tonight, it's episode 295, and I bet you've already guessed since I went on with the part of the Scream Queens a really long time that my special guests are Kristen Petty and Dan Cohen from Killing Your Darlings and they're here to talk about the 2006 delightful zombie comedy Fido. Wait, 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 wait. but who are you? You're talking about your guests? Wait, wait, who are you? Who's this crazy going person? Well, let me, oh, sh- 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 please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh and every week I am your guide to the weird and wonderful world of horror movies. But, 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 you are going to have to see them through my very, 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 very gay little eyes. And when I say my eyes are gay, they are gay. So you best prepare yourself. I want to keep the intro part of this episode as short as possible for a couple of reasons. I am burnt out. I am exhausted mentally, physically, spiritually. I'm done. Things are better here. In New York, things are better. Things have been calming down. Like, I haven't had people passing away as much, at least not in my close circle, stuff like that. But um, but just getting the basic day-to-day stuff done that was no big deal a few months ago just takes forever now. It takes forever. Just getting lunch takes forever. Going to the supermarket takes forever. And now... I have to resort to doing laundry in my bathtub. What? What is he talking about? Well, that's a treat for patrons only. Sorry, they get to find out that fun story. But I'm exhausted. And on top of it all, I can't sleep at night. I've been complaining about it for a while, but now even that's escalated. I can sleep maybe about a half an hour at a time. And I've always suffered from restless leg syndrome. Normally, it keeps me from falling asleep, but once I'm asleep, it stops. Now, I'm kicking myself awake every half an hour. So, most of my day is spent just trying to sleep. It is 7 o'clock right now, and I have spent all day trying to sleep. This is my first time out of bed all day, really. And did I get any sleep? No. And I don't know if you can hear this in the background, but Miss Smoochie has been throwing up for the past two hours. I had to switch some foods on her because they didn't have... Her prescribed brand in store, so I had to try something else, and it did not go over well. So now I'm feeling like a horrible cat daddy. And why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because I need to cut back some stuff. Not on the shows themselves, but all that additional stuff that I was, I was trying to do, like the game nights and uh, the hangout sessions, I can't. I can't keep up with it all. I can't. Physically, mentally, spiritually, I can't do it all. And plus, it seems like everybody's cool. You know, I look at social media, it seems like everybody's doing good. Everybody's got all their activities. I don't need to add to the noise. I've got enough problems here. It's not going to help me to do it. 
So I just need to drop it. However, the screenings are going to continue. And this Saturday, for those of you who were at last Saturday screening, I lied to you because there's one more week in, in May than I thought there was. This Saturday screening, we're going to be screening today's movie, Fido, and also last week's movie, Shock Value. So if you haven't seen them, come watch it with us. It'll be a great party at bit.ly slash sqsocial. Those are going to keep doing because I've been doing them before this crisis, and I'll continue doing them after the crisis. They're in my system. You know, they're in my my body mechanics, and that'll be great. So, okay, Patrick, I thought you said you were going to keep this short. I am. That's all I got to say. So, without any further ado, I'm going to bring on Ms. Kristen Petty and Mr. Dan Cohen, and we are going to talk about woof, 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 Fido, except he's not a dog. He's a zombie. Let's listen to the trailer. Good afternoon, boys and girls. So, how many of you have ever had to kill a zombie? Well, not too many. What would we do without our zombies? <laughs> they take care of your jobs. Give me that. This is detail work. Flesh-eating maniacs need not apply. Do the housework. Oh, what is that zombie doing in my easy boy? Uh, and play with the kids. Nice catch, Fido. The names are zombie anyway. Mr. Theopolis has a name for his. I bet he does. I actually don't, Tammy. But for the sake of your neighbors, please keep them fed. Oh, jeez. That's Mrs. Henderson. We're in trouble. Is that blood on your zombie? It was a nosebleed. You stupid zombie. Is Timmy in trouble? Families having to kill their own. Take Dee Dee's head off in a second if I had to. <laughs> he always says that. Is that bad? Yes. My God. Hold on. I don't want you thinking. What we did is normal or okay in any way. I don't. Right out. So without my job, we'd all be dead. Then where would we be? Dead. Dead. That's right. So joining me on this next leg <laughs> of my birthday adventure are two of my favorite returning guests. You know them. You love them. They are the hosts of the Killing Your Darlings podcast. And I just got to say, they, they light up my life. They give me hope to carry on. They're like, shut up and introduce this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my GNCs, wherever you may be, put your hands and possibly your feet together for Dan Cohen and Kristen Perry. <laughs> We're so excited oh. to be here. I'm so excited to be talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Same. Uh -huh. Yes. <laughs> oh. Tell me something good. I mean, doing all of the stuff that people have been doing, baking, cooking. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of bird content. A lot of bird content. Uh, oh. Yeah. Ventured out to a hardware store, got some bird seed, and I've just been putting bird seed on my windowsill so that, like, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, pretending like I'm Rapunzel and they're just going to come to my little windowsill. And, and peck your eyes out. You know. uh, there was some bird on bird violence um, this morning. Every and day. Every morning. Every these morning. These doves are going at it. They are territorial. Yeah, the doves of peace, is, the whole thing's a lie. No. It's a lie. We just hear like random wings like slapping, whap, 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 whap. like against the window and against each other. 
That's what it sounds like when doves fight. But I'm hey, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm well aware of that because Smoochie has her 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 bird feeder at that one of her, but it's there for her because it keeps her entertained. Mm. And for years, she's had this love affair with Big Fat Pigeon. <gasps> it is the biggest, fattest pigeon that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he just and they will stare at each other for hours at the window. <laughs> he doesn't show up. She mopes. Aww. Other pigeons come. Other pigeons go. She's not interested. As soon as she shows up, it's like. <gasps> <laughs> Hello. Ours is a forbidden love. <laughs> is it me you're looking for? <laughs> exactly. One time, then my listeners are like, they're not this story again. No, I got to tell you, it was great. They, She's watching him at the window. She's looking at her. Right. Right. Yep. She's looking at him. He all of a sudden flies off, and for a second, I, in my mind, she forgot she wasn't a bird, and she just flew 10 feet in the air, 35 pounds, <laughs> went flying up in the air, ripped down the whole window treatment, and she walked away like, what? <laughs> what? Fixed it. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Casters walk around with a "You're welcome" on uh-huh. their faces all the time. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Okay, listen. I was worshipped as a god in Egypt, bitch. You know nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. 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 Give me some more fancy feast. Neither fancy nor feast. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cat talk. Mm-hmm. Push chat. <laughs> Let's forget I ever said that. (laughs) Dan doesn't like the way I say puss. (laughs) Where does the microphone? Nobody does. That's a lot of plosives. That's a lot of plosive and that like syllable. Because it's got the explosion of the puss and then that like sizzle and the sits all bad. It's not. Not pleasant. Like oil hitting a hot skillet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you do. Okay, listeners, don't oh, fry no. things in your pussy. Don't fry things no. in your pussy. I'm not Just the president of the United States. Now don't is not do the that. Time. If you get something stuck in there, you cannot go to the hospital to get it removed. Like, <laughs> no, it's gonna have to stay. It's just like it's gonna you're gonna have there. to walk around with a plunger just in there, and like, what is wrong with you? Don't do that. Don't do that thing. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> like wow, she's got a yardstick in there to enforce social distancing. That's pretty amazing. Yep. You need to stay this yeah. far away. <laughs> Creates a vacuum and then you're stuck. <laughs> I, I have to believe everything you say is not owning that particular item. I have to believe that you, since you have owned one and read the manual and are very familiar with it, that you know exactly. And that I'm afraid I can't the, comment at this time. So no, that's fine. But I'm just saying, you read the manual. You, 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 read, you read the troubleshooting. There's like a weird little cartoon of it, just like <laughs> with the circle, just like the little drawing of a woman with a skirt on, like in distress, like her little arms in the air, like. This is my wife, everyone. <laughs> I've decided to spend my life with this person. That's right. Uh-huh. Lucky uh-huh. duck. <laughs> in sickness and in health. And that was some sickness right there. And that monkey is down with the sickness. <laughs> okay, are we talking about a movie? Yeah, did we watch a movie or are we just like hanging Oh, we out? did. We, we wa- Oh, gosh, I don't even know the year of the movie. I'll fix it later. But we're going to talk about the movie Fido from the glorious country of Canada. Oh, Canada. So oh, gosh, yes. What a treat. Yeah, it was. It was great. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason, you know why I picked it? Why? For you? Because of all the dresses and things that Carrie Ann Moss wears. Specifically something that you said during, okay. Before we go any further, 
I just realized I did a shitty introduction for you guys. Hey, Dan, Kristen, why don't you tell people who are not familiar about Killing Your Darlings what goes on over at Killing Your Darlings? Uh, okay. Killing Your Darlings. Besides pussy punching. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's half the reason to go right there. The other that half. Will, that will, that may possibly kill your darling. The other half is that. Toxic half. Toxic Syndrome is a real thing. Please continue. <laughs> um, whoops. Uh, the other half is that. Is that um, uh, we are a husband and wife podcasting team. We uh, go back and watch movies that we haven't seen since we were kids or teenagers or a, a while back. And we rewatch them uh, with fresh grown up eyes to see if um, they're actually any good or if they're just things that you sort of are holding on to because you are nostalgic for them and where that nostalgia kind of falls into play, etc. So we just uh, did um, the Back to the Future trilogy. And um, because of um, the current situation we are all in, we've launched into a Star Wars mini-sode series. So we've been Nerds. watching lots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, big time. I know I know that. I know that. I know that. I heard that's a respectful nerd for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're doing each and every one. Every Star every Wars. Every single Star property. Wars property. And we just finished... What? Uh, just Return, of the, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Well, that's a big jub jub for me. That's what I gotta say. Yes, yes, yes. Yub nub. Yub nub. Right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which they removed yep, from this no. version, and I'm really mad about it. So. No, fuck that. No, yeah. no. You own it. You did it. You own it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, no, don't be playing that game. You know, I, I've, I've enjoyed a lot of your recent episodes. I, I particularly, I didn't mention this the last time you guys were on, but these two, I was so proud of them. They covered Scream. Yes. We did. And yeah. nailed it. Nailed it. You <laughs> nailed it. Like you got all like the subtext and like you yes. figured out like how it fits yes. in a societal manner. I was like, yes. Oh. Those are my bitches. Yes. Yay. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you approve. <laughs> Whenever we do something that's horror based, I'm like, I hope Patrick approves of this one. I hope he likes it. Oh, you would have gotten notes from your fairy podfather. No, I wrote Kristen. I said, I'm gushing. I'm gushing with pride. <laughs> I could not have been more proud. <laughs> your, little, your little ones have all grown up. <laughs> well, thank you for visiting me in the old folks' home. <laughs> but, but the reason I picked this movie, it was something that you said, Kristen, during the Back to the Future first movie. You just were commenting on the, co- the outfits and the color scheme. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I said, this movie is all about the outfits and the color scheme. Yeah. Everything fucking pops. Yeah, it's true. This movie is gorgeous. This universe that they've created, it's like this world of impossibly blue skies, impossibly big moons, and everybody pops. Like, every mm-hmm. outfit, and it, it matches, like, is coordinated with the walls and the buildings. It's amazing. It's amazing yeah. to look at. Yeah. But what's it about? Dan? I no, always... No, excuse, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I have a new version of the game. Oh. And since, okay, since you threw Dan under the bus, we'll start, we'll, we'll go with Dan. Well, I we'll always do it, so I figure. <laughs> you don't always do it. <laughs> You don't always do it because I do remember having to muzzle Dan once yes. oh. or twice, <laughs> and then he left the room and cried. Oh, did you hate it? Mm-hmm. You're into you it. You didn't hate it. No, I didn't hate it. No, no, no. But just no, no. Like it's like no, no. Because like you guys always wind up fighting <laughs> during the third second introduction. So I'm like, I'm I just mean, like, you're gonna put my let her do it, <laughs> muzzle Dan, and just like, see if we can get through so, this with just one of you. So okay. Seconds. No, yeah. Well, let me explain to the listeners oh, okay, who haven't roll, been here before. Roll, okay, roll. so Dan, Dan Cohen, yes, Dan, yes. Dan, Dan Cohen, I need you to give me a nice, tight, thirty-second back of the DVD cover plot summary slash elevator speech pitch for the movie Fido from the Glorious Country of Canada. The clock starts now. Uh, 
in a world where there are where space dust or something, space radiation has caused zombies to exist in. Stop, yeah. Kristen, go. <laughs> okay. uh, we are a post-world war zombie. Uh, zombies have now been domesticated by uh, the corporate machine, and in this Damn. world. Uh, there is a family with a young boy who has a zombie, and the zombie. Kristen! <laughs> the zombie is domesticated like a home pet and uh, also destroyed. Ah, good enough. Yay! <laughs> oh my god, that's so wow, much worse. Dude. That's so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years, I gotta get my kicks above the waistline somehow, sunshine. Can you, know? you tell that Dan and I have never done improv? Can you tell? <laughs> Is it obvious that we just don't know how to be like zip zap yeah. zop? So <laughs> Patigliano, baby, Patigliano. <laughs> oh no, you guys did great. No, it was great. No, I mean we worked well. It was terrible, but it was great. But no, it is a simple. It is a no. It is a relatively simple yeah. story yeah. on the surface. Yeah. It what I realized the first time I watched it halfway through, I'm like, this is Lassie. It totally is. Yeah, with yeah. a zombie. Yeah, and it's done deliberately. Yeah. Yes. They even reference it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yes. Total Lassie. What is it, boy? What is it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, so this is this alternate 1950s-style universe where the zombie wars have happened and have been won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And most of the zombies have been banished into this, what do they call it, the wild zone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I had a birthday party there when I was a kid, and it was like, you know, the wild zone. <laughs> <laughs> Air hockey. <laughs> Laser tag. Ganipkin up. Foam blocks everywhere. Plus all the pizza, pasta, and soda that you can consume. What? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's Air horn. Yes, all the zombies are banished to the wild zone, except for those that have been domesticated. Some scientists came up with a collar that will keep your zombie in control mm-hmm. and people are keeping them as servants. Yeah. And it's this picture perfect world where nothing ever goes wrong. It's leave it to be ever with zombies. Mm-hmm. And oh what fun it is. And I just love that's it's great enough on the surface, but when you start digging, I'm like, this is a real deep commentary on so oh, many yeah. things. But we'll get into that. Let's talk about this fucking cast. Yeah. So is good. this cast incredible or it's what? It's so great. It's so great. Uh Carrie Ann Moss, Dan has a crush on her that's left over from the Matrix. So she looks beautiful in this, by the way. And she's pregnant, but she looks amazing. She looks amazing. And I've never seen her this character. Yeah. 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 Like normally she's tough. Yeah. Yeah. And this character is tough, but in a different sort of way. I've never seen her this soft spoken. And that's not even the right word. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the the layers of comment that so commentary. vulnerable, like this vulnerable. And normally, she's like a chick of steel yeah. in a movie, and this character is not. And I love that. Um, yeah, she's great in this. I and sometimes I'm hit and miss with her, but she's gorgeous. So yeah. I'm with you, Dan, on that. And she's radiant in this. Yeah, the layers of commentary that you're talking about, I think, are especially prevalent in her character because they're sort of making a comment about how these like 1950s wives, so while seemingly on the outside, they're all just like they look like a walking cupcake, but they're all actually extremely um, strong and have to be, you know, propping up a family and and potentially someone who's come back from a war with PTSD, which they do address in this movie as well. Oh, that's um, a good point, so yeah. like they 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 make a good point of uh, of. Seeming uh, of making the the mother uh, very strong in this, so I liked that a lot. Why did you have to bring up cupcakes? Now I want a cupcake. I know, right? <sighs> you have to make them ranch- yourself, and it's all. Oh. I have some ranch dressing left over from my free lunch from the city. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just pop that baby open and... It came know. with my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I don't really understand what they do over there. But you know what? I'm grateful for the service. Brand <laughs> on it. Yeah, okay. So Carrie Ann Moss is in this. And my old neighbor... Oh, gosh. I just blanked out his name. The dad. The dad. The dad. Oh. Dylan Baker. Dylan Baker. Who's in neighbor? everything. Who's in he, yeah. everything. He was your neighbor? Yeah. When I, well, not really. But he lived across the street. He, lived in the, he lives in the... Um, I shouldn't say... Okay. When I lived in Hell's Kitchen, he lived in that building, you know, where a lot of our kind live. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Huh. Homosexual Towers. He's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he's, he's not gay. He just lived there? Okay. Yeah, exactly. 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 He's the custodian or something. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. But yeah, he's, he's in this. He's great. He's great in this. I love it. He's, yeah. it's, uh, he plays the father and just so many layers to this character as well. Yeah. He's solid in everything. We saw him in Medea over at um, BAM. He can do nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He can do nothing wrong. I mean, he does Broadway. He's like, he is in everything. Yeah, he's in. He's one of those actors that you're. And just like, listen, listeners, if you don't know who I'm talking about, he was the dad in the movie Trick or Treat, the poisoning the kid, the, the dad that was poisoning the, the the Halloween candy. Here's a deep cut. You know which one I know? You know what movie I know him from? Delirious with John Candy. With John Candy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. That that's movie? one of his. That's one of his first movies. Yeah. Yeah, like he was yeah. like the brother. It was like. You don't know this movie at all, Dan. Not at all. It's like John Candy's like a soap opera writer, and he um, gets a bump on that, like gets knocked in the head, and so he winds up living in his soap opera world that he's written, and so mm. he winds up writing like a storyline for himself. But Dylan Baker plays like the brother in this central family in the soap opera, and I just remember him being like, "Don't bring that. That's a Tang Dynasty." And what about like a vase or something like that? That's the line that I remember him saying. That's what's stuck in here. It's a dark world inside my brain, and weird things are stuck there. Cool story, Kristen. Anyways. <laughs> uh, my personal favorite character in this is Mr. Theopolis. Yeah. Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson, who is in everything. Again, in Watchmen. Everything, yeah. He's in Watchmen right now, and he was in Kimmy Schmidt and all, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Great character actor. Mm-hmm. And um, Mr. Bottoms. We're back to Bottoms again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy who's uh, the head of Zomcom. We yeah. just saw him in Ready or Not in The Exorcism of Emily Rose, Mission Impossible. So this cast is phenomenal. Yeah. And the kid is and great, too. The kid is fantastic. The kid's really kid good. The kid is great, too. Yeah. And, of course, we're leaving out the big one. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. The Mr. Billy Connolly. Yeah, uh, I love Billy Connolly. Amazing. What a treat. Yeah. Doesn't say a word. Nope. Barely moves his face. Mm-hmm. An incredible performance. It's so good. As, as Fido the zombie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's so wild well, seeing him with no beard. That's what, like, the comment that I read on IMDb is that when they made him shave his beard off, he was like, they shaved off all my fucking personality. <laughs> and it is strange to see him without it because it's such a trademark yeah. part of who he is. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but it makes him look. I remember him all the way back from The Imposters. Remember that one? That's one of my favorite movies. The Imposters. Yeah, it's 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 with um. Oh gosh, <sighs> <sighs> he's marrying Smoochie. He's marrying Smoochie. Stanley Tucci. Oh, because <laughs> Smoochie marries Stanley Tucci, then she Smoochie Tucci, and she can wear a dress by Gucci. So Smoochie Tucci and Gucci. I've been alone for a really long time. Wow. <laughs> what did Dude. I just listen to? What was that? <laughs> that was. Quite the mnemonic device. Quite. <laughs> device. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's happening. Didn't you get your invitation? <laughs> oh, man. This really should be live streamed. Your face there is something. It's, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes, that's a cast of Fido, and it's a brilliant cast. And this director really did nothing else after this. 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What you said. But yeah, and what I like about this movie or was like I'm not sure. Some, I'm not sure. I yeah. think that's I think I, I think that's I mean, it was like yeah. there was like three writers and we, mm. you know, he was one of them. Anyway, but no, what I love but we, what you were saying like the, yes, on the surface it's just the story of a boy and a zombie. This family they're the last family on the block to not have a zombie in the house and they finally get one. There's this whole te- tension are we going to keep the zombie going to lose the zombie? The, the boy hates the zombie first but then they fall in love. It's this whole like coming of age story with the zombie. And this friendship that comes about, and you're like, okay, that's cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I said, okay, on a really super deep level, this is a whole story about slavery. Yes. Mm-hmm. And subservience. Yes. Mm-hmm. And buying into this false image of the world that has nothing to do with reality and investing everything in it to like project. It's all great shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah. And on all different layers, on all, all different layers, it's about class levels and like sex yeah, and the dangers of capitalism, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And apparently, if you if you make a drinking game out of every time Zomcom comes on camera, you'll be shit faced. Oh, absolutely. Ooh, yeah. I love the fact that there's not. Well, <laughs> ooh, that could have been taken out of context. Um, <laughs> on this show, never. Ooh. Because <laughs> at first I was, uh, you know, I'm looking over the classroom. Like, that's mm-hmm. a lot of white kids. And now I'm looking to see, are they going to put a single person of color in this movie? Of course not. This is a perfect world. Exactly. And as this movie goes on, you realize what the price of this perfection uh, is. And they don't even bring it up. It's like one or two lines. Like, oh, my God, is that what they're doing to people? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I'm pretty sure there's also not a single American flag in it. All of the well. flags are Zomcom flags. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Because normally in a Canadian film, they have to like try to make you think that it's filmed in America, so they'll throw American flags all over the mm-hmm. place. But no, all the flags are Zomcom. Yeah, and even that that statue. Yes. Of the guy who created the yes the the the, mm-hmm. the scientist who created the thing that statue is all it's like this like insanely happy yeah. looking kind of Santa Claus kind of statue also. Looking at it going like, that's really kind of like Stalin. That's like a Stalin. There's something about the design of that that reads Russia to me. Mm, or like Mao Zedong, like that type of picture, like yeah. portrait. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like this fake happiness. And it's like, oh, gosh, this place is fucked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This place is fucked. It's literally, I mean, they're like, we're safe here and everything's perfect. But literally, you're surrounded by death. Mm-hmm. Like there's just these little pub- bubbles in this world of safety and everything else is chaos. And like, everything's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. Zomcom is here. Wow, there's absolutely no relevance to that to the modern day at all. <laughs> right? Yeah. I also love the idea that they're in a protected zone but that's surrounded by a chain link fence. Mm-hmm. And it's but it's just a fence. And the yeah. only thing that's stopping anything from getting past this fence is just a very simple lock and key that the head of Zomcom is the only one who seems to have a key to. So <laughs> There's a that's a that's a weird thing to see and wrap your mind around. And there's a line that just passes by really quick. It's a very funny scene where there's you see a commercial. It's like grandpa's fallen and he can't get up. The elderly may seem friendly, but can you trust them? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you find out that it's a whole thing. You don't trust the old people. And it's a good thing. You have to put them in the home. You have to put them in the senior home. And and Carrie Ann Moss says, yeah. Yeah, that was over at the old prison. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. So you're putting your old people in prison, and later on somebody has that line, we don't need prisons anymore. Because if you commit anything wrong, they throw you into the wild zone, not just you, your whole fucking family. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so whole families disappear, but everybody just keeps smiling. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Everything's, Everything's fine. just fine. Uh, great stuff. But it's uh, but uh, But 
that's just like so it's right under the surface it's a wonderful happy story it's a joy to watch yeah it's really fun it's really fun and it's like a perfect length for what this is like yeah I think any longer would be too long and because uh, it already does kind of move along at a fairly uh, fast clip. I think when we like we paused it to whatever, get a drink or something. And I couldn't believe that we were like two thirds, half to two thirds of the yeah, way through I, it. I felt like, we, oh, we just started this. Yeah. this is we only have, I was like, oh, we have like half an hour right left. Wow, that's great. that's mm-hmm. not that long. So mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do like that this is all caused by space particles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> space <laughs> particles from space. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I liked was that the the war that they're talking about is this zombie war. So you get the feeling that World War One or Two never happened. The what happened was this zombie war. Yeah. That happened instead. So that kind of changed the course of history in in this direction where now we live in this zombie war, like post zombie war world. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do have uh, soldiers who have who have fought in that who were part of it who were who are heroes and are racking up their kills the same way that they would rack up, you know, probably kills in other wars mm-hmm. as well. So I don't know, I found that very interesting in the fact that um, Dylan Baker's character uh, it actually shot his own, had to shoot his own father. And it's a thing that he has a problem, like cannot deal with in that sort of 1950s stoic dad kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the other things I love that they explore, just like how absent all the fathers are. Like all the men are just emotionally shut down. And that is, I mean, I'm a generation ahead of you guys. That's how I was taught to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shut it down. Mm-hmm. Shut it down. Mm-hmm. It's not manly. Yeah. Shut it down. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, shut it down. Yeah, emotions are stupid. Just shut it down. Mm-hmm. Here's some boxing gloves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The- yeah. There's that scene in the car with, with, with Bill Dylan Baker and the kid, and he's just like, I was trying to say I love you, and he says it with a gun. Yep. yep. <laughs> he gives the kid a gun yep. instead of saying I love you, kid. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know you're not supposed to have a handgun. Until you're 12. Until you're 12. <laughs> oh, don't forget the bullets. <laughs> the don't forget the bullets. Oh, my God. The, 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 now go to school. Yeah. 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 The classroom scene where they are out shooting, ta- like having target practice. Was uh, for outside play. For outside, outside learning. Play. Yeah. <laughs> outside <laughs> learning. <laughs> yeah. Shooting practice. I think, I will, I think no. you should bring up the point about uh, the cost of like burials. <sighs> oh, Lord. And why and how that, I mean, you, you should do the thing you said. Oh, uh, everything right. well, you what, said. Well, when say, we say, were say. watching it, do the thing. Do the thing. Do it right <laughs> now. Say the Dance line, Bart. Say the line. <laughs> uh, well, when we were watching it, they they make a point of um, Dylan Baker is into going to people's funerals because he's very against this whole thing of zombies being you know, people being turned into zombies for domestic. He's, use. T- yeah, he's terrified of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's suffering from PTSD from having been in this zombie war and having had to kill his own father. So he, they they go on these like drives and go and to people's funerals who are people who are opting to have a funeral instead of be you know go right to like being turned into a zombie, and uh, the heads are like what is it the you heads have are to remove the, the head heads coffin, have to yeah. be removed and buried separately. So they they mentioned that the cost of the funerals like you essentially have to have two separate areas because the heads need to be buried separately from the bodies and so it's like oh twice as much money but like you know that's like it's worth it if you want to ensure that this isn't going to happen to you i was saying like that you know like I, it's kind of weird that it's 
I mean, right, so Carrie Ann Moss, I can't remember her character's name, but her character is pregnant, and so there is all... Helen. 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 Right, so there's this moment... Typical of, mom name, right, Helen. This, where she's telling her husband... It's oh, perfect. It is it's perfect. the perfect name. Mm-hmm. There's, it's like, oh, I'm pregnant, we're going to have another kid, and his reaction was, honey, I don't think I can afford another funeral. Four funerals, yeah. I don't think I can afford that, and so in my head I go... After he called her fat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're just putting you're just on, put weight. on weight. You're just putting on that weight. That was his first response. That was gross. What a gross thing to say. Always the wrong, yeah. wrong, wrong, wrong thing to say. Just wrong. And so I was saying, like, oh, it's a little weird that they made the, in this world the cost of funerals so unbelievably high. But, but I was but like, it makes sense. Yeah. It yeah. makes sense. And also, I mean, that's not that different because the cost of funerals in this world is also wildly expensive. And as part of this like capitalist corporate machine, they've made, they've convinced you that this is a thing that you need. So yeah. you, this expense is part of your life and death cycle. And you when will you, spend the money. And even, and even not, if you don't do it, you're a bad citizen. Yeah. Right. You're in danger. Yeah. Right. Oh, exactly. What's wrong with you? Yeah. yeah. Why you, would you do that? Why do you, why do you hate Willard? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that the town's name is Willard, by the way. <laughs> right. Cause that, that I, I saw this too. It's the name, in uh, it's the name of the town in um, Night of the Living Dead, right? Is it Night of the Living Dead? I don't know Dead? about that. I don't know about that, but I just thought I associated it with the movie Willard. Oh, okay. Movie. Dan loves it. it. I've never seen, seen it. it. I've never it's seen so it. It's so good. I love it. But yeah, it's a, I, I believe it's the, the name I of the I assume you're talking about the Crispin Glover one. I'm talking about the real one. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did Crispin Glover win an Oscar? Bruce Stevenson won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> But you might be right. I don't. I don't know what the name of the town is in in, in Night of the Living Dead. I should, but I, th- I don't. I believe that that's what it said. We'll go with that. I'll be flooded with emails. With uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll hear about it, I'm sure. So, uh-huh. but yeah, I, I, the way that they sort of have convinced you that this is part of the like you should buy into this system. Uh, it. I mean, it. It feels like a very strong uh, parallel to the world that we currently live yeah, in. Yeah. So. Yeah. I also. Th- um, they have a head bearer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the funerals. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's the coveted thing. Like, everyone, oh, I get to oh, carry the head. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What an honor for you to carry your dad's head. Right. And throw it, in, throw it in the ground, and everybody applauds. Yeah. At a funeral. There was applause at a funeral. <laughs> I, I also feel like in the 50s, right, there was a lot of stuff that went on that was incredibly gruesome when you think about it, but everything was done with a big smile on your face. At like, like, the fact that children hid under desks, like, when you think about that, isn't that insane that uh well they're doing that now honey they have have shooter drills now and much much worse but like the idea that that was handled with such a this is what you do kids like it's just like such a it had a cutesy pop art video about that too just like the beginning of this movie yeah Mm -hmm. i'm a sucker for those i absolutely love those Uh, patrick i don't know if you've if, if you ever played or heard of fallout the game I know. I don't. Oh, oh boy, his face. <laughs> his face is very disappointed in me. That big nerd. Face. No, Dan. Mm-hmm. No, Dan. I've never heard of Fallout. Please, Dan, explain it to me. <laughs> well, I, okay, so now I don't know. Have you? Oh my God, that's what I'm. <laughs> yes. Say. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. So no, no. So, okay. Dan I don't know. Dan explaining. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Oh Thanks for God. putting that into the universe. I'm going I can't to hear. believe I oh. never thought of it. It's right there. It it's rhymes. It's right there. It's, uh, <laughs> oh. God, your whole family's gonna have a real day. I'm oh. never gonna hear the end of this. Oh, it's so you're good. welcome. <laughs> if you ever see them again, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, God, no. 
Go ahead. Dan's playing Fallout to No. I got to move on. But yes, but I know exactly what I mean. It's got that pop art feel as well. Hey, it's the nuclear apocalypse and everything's fine. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh-huh. About it. Everything's great. Uh-huh. Vault yeah, I love all that. Yeah. Yeah, so that all that insidious branding and marketing and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like the flower, the flower um, arrangements uh, in front of those statues that are in a, the shape of mm-hmm. a Z, all of that yes. sort of stuff. That's just sort of qu- even quietly. the car, probably, and they, they even they even have their own little like Nazi youth group. Yes, 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 yes. That's they, what you said. And you were like the, the costumes are Nazi youth costumes. Mm-hmm. Well, and the uh, and all of the people that work for Zonk, or I guess the like security staff like that is very like nazi looking yeah not great also I mean, the way great, but, yeah. that they sp- they spin every story to be like this isn't zomcon's fault this is just a temporary glitch in the system and it's already been fixed mm-hmm. like this was perpetrated by these two youths who are you know who were like oh they're outside the like the system they didn't do right like they blame it on like two kids who were just killed mm-hmm. by one of their zombies and it, it's it, it's a whole weird world of spin and you get to see all that spin and it oh just oh, it makes me feel so gross when I think about it. But it's all very entertaining, which is a weird, which is a weird package. But it's a great. That's why I love this movie. I love scraping movies and finding out what's hiding underneath. Patrick, you were saying how like keep it all tamped down. I rem- I wrote down a specific line that the father says. I think it was when he was giving over the gun. Um, like never get too close. Never get too close. It's then it's too. No, it was. Uh, it's the other guy. It's the other dad. It's the one that has like five hundred kills. The head of security. Never get too close. It. it it's hard to kill him. Yes, yeah. Johnny Bottoms. Johnny Bottoms. <laughs> the war, the war hero was named Johnny Bottoms. It made me very happy. <laughs> Johnny Bottoms. Yeah. So good. Did yep. you write it down? What did I, you? Uh, never, de- never get too close. It makes it harder to pull the yeah. trigger. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because you do sort of see these little glimpses of their their humanity that's still underneath it, and the no. kid does no. bring up like, are they alive or are they dead? You know. Shh. <laughs> Go watch TV. No, don't worry about it. Just, there's something wonderful on TV. There's something wonderful on TV. I was like, what a great line. Have some more chlorophyll toothpaste with lead in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. There, there is dissension as soon as Carrie Ann Moss decides to get a zombie for the house. Shit goes on. Like she is dressed to the nines. She has cooked a fabulous dinner. She's got the kid dressed up in his best suit, waiting for dad to get home, waiting with the proverbial pipe and slippers, and to show him this present of a zombie, and it don't go well. And a three martini. Three olive olive martini, yeah. Uh, There's these great bullies that are always tormenting Timmy. Yeah. Yes. The bullies are good. And they actually shoot shoot him with a BB gun. Yeah. Uh, oh, they, they were they were going to, uh, but they, he fell and he got his shirt dirty and he gets home from school and mm-hmm. Karen Moss is yelling at, oh my gosh, that was a brand new shirt. And he said, well, the kids held me down. They said they were going to shoot me. And she said, well, did anybody see you walking home like this? <laughs> That's my mom. That's my mom. Mm. Why are you playing baseball by yourself? What if the neighbors saw you? Yes, yes, yes. That's like, not a happy thing to do. Mm-hmm. You look weird. You have to have lots of friends because we're perfect. That's my mom. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a really scary thing to see in a movie, and she she did all that well, and just like, oh gosh, <sighs> the scene where she is dressed in that red dress. Which one? There were two that were really good. 
the earlier one. There's the one, first the one, one where she's doing the dance. It was an earlier one where he's just like, where, where she's, she's like, well, the kids, he's like, whatever. She said, Timmy went to bed or whatever, and we were finally alone. It's like the first sexy, it's like she comes in and the roast has dropped and she's in. I love the fact that she's always constantly yeah. changing dresses, too. Yeah. It's every, it's a, every it's a costume change. Down. Yeah, in like every two hours. She just like made the slightest suggestion that they might have some romantic time. And he was just like, Helen, show some propriety. Mm. And she went, mm-hmm. you're the boss, dear. Mm. And of course, since she said propriety, my mind went to, what ought we to do? Gentle sisters say, propriety we know. Says we ought to say Pirates of a Dance. Did you ever do it? No, I never did. Cut it, cut it, never mind. Because that was a great story. There was a girl who's, when I did it, this, the line is propriety. Now I never know what the word is anymore because she mm-hmm. used to say papayatry. Papayatry, we know. Says we ought to say, I'm like, I don't think that's the lyrics, but great, I have to cut this out now. Anyway, great story. <laughs> now I'm thinking like papaya. That's what she said. That's exactly. I'm like, we're on a beach. We're on a, they're on the beach. You know, like, <laughs> climbing over a rocky mountain. There might be a papayatry <laughs> on the rocky mountain. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> but all that stuff with the mom, uh, which is always just like, very concerned about what the neighbors think. I'm like, that's my mom. But I just love her journey. Like, she starts serving up defiance with a smile. Like, she starts mm-hmm. to find her feet and find out who she is. And it's always with this subservient smile that's not subservient anymore. It looks like it is, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like in my big fat Greek wedding, they talk about, you know, the man may be the head, but the woman is the neck. And she can turn the head any way that she wants. The eyes are the nipple of the face. But <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 he's always rejecting any kind of affection from her, like actively avoiding it, like seems disgusted by it. Yeah. I was always kind of wondering if while this was going on, if they were going to like maybe bring up that he might be closeted homosexual. I, I, th- I wanted to force the queer lens on it, and I think I did once upon a time the last time I watched it, and I said, that's not it. That's not I it. I don't think no. so, yeah. I think it's more... No, I don't even think it's that. Yeah. I think that it, he's firmly routed in the Madonna whore syndrome. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I had sex with you, you had a baby, and now you're a mother, and now we can't do that anymore, because that's disgusting. Right. I can't think of you that way. Yeah. I have to go hang out with the men all the time at the golf club by ourselves, and no one can ever come with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially the kids. <laughs> yeah. D- don't some dads take their kids to the driving range? Pause, oh. pause. No. <laughs> no. His, his delivery was so perfect. It was just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, 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 wait. Dad.exe stopped working. <laughs> and then, no. and, and I, that's what I loved about the kid is the kid is so genuinely sweet. Yeah. And I believe mm-hmm. him. And I completely adorable. believe him. Yes. He's yeah, like, oh, Dad, oh, you said you were going to play ball with me. Too bad you had to eat Mrs. Henderson. Vitamin. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. oh, that fine. was Mrs. Henderson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. nailing that 50s thing without making it a caricature. Yeah. Yes. yes. It feels very real on him. It's, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kid's fantastic. All the kids in this are fantastic. I love Cindy. Is, well, Cindy? Yeah, yeah, Cindy, the kid, the girl that can shoot. <laughs> Yeah, the one is like, I hate ballet. <laughs> <laughs> it was her first day of ballet. She says, Dad, I don't want to be late to the first day of ballet class. I, mean, I hate ballet. She hasn't even been yet. <laughs> been yet. <laughs> I, I laughed at that particularly hard because that's what I've been doing in the house like almost every day. Mm, like, okay. Online ballet class. All right. So, Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, I've been trying to do yoga, fun. but every time I do, like, all of a sudden now Smoochie wants to be my friend. She's like on my face like, why is he on here? 
We need to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another turd stuck to my butt. Fur, could you please do something about it? Man? <laughs> Pick it out. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the sort of Catholic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you stay right here, Missy Microphone. Oh no, you don't need to be afraid of Dan and Kristen. They're nice people. <laughs> don't run, don't run. It would have been really good if that was Smoochie knocking over your. Yeah. Microphone. Oh, it like, wasn't. Fuck your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> does she perk up when you talk about her? Does she hear her name and go, "Yes." No. <laughs> she has her own vibe. She has her own. Vibe. You know what? You know, she, if I'm not, if, if, if I touch any bag that sounds like the, the treat bag, then she's like, "Hey, oh, hello, Hi. friend. Hey, hey, hello, brother. Hi, you would look really sexy today." <laughs> yes. Anyway, we're off topic. Um, my favorite random thing. I, I, I also love the guy who runs the Timothy uh, uh, John Bottoms is great. What a great role. I mean, a bastard without playing a bastard. One of my favorites is like there's a zombie outbreak because, as we mentioned earlier, a Fido bites. Mrs. Henderson. Yes. Mm-hmm. His collar mm-hmm. gets mm-hmm. Uh, turned off because she's being an asshole. And what? Yes, yeah, she's an asshole. <laughs> you know why? Because she's old and old people can't be trusted. Okay. See, this is what happens. It all happened because of her, right? So, <laughs> but he gets his collar back on and everything's fine. But Timmy, Timmy tries to help out and like buries the body. And all of a sudden, there's a zombie outbreak in town and it's being controlled. Like nobody yeah. knows about it except Zomcom. And <laughs> They one he's talking to somebody about like this happened and like the, the fucking school teacher and blah 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 and there's somebody digging uh, what do they call it when they, mm, the lake the lake oh dredging? somebody's dredging, dredging the, lake. the lake and he's holding up what he picked he goes throw it back it's a boot oh right right because it's Canada it's just a boot it's a Canadian movie and they said a boot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they put I it in there on purpose? I don't care. Oh, I don't care. That's I don't very care. Good. That'd be very cute if they did. I don't care. I was like, yeah, we know. We say it funny. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Little things like that made me happy. But just again, just talking about like the early scenes, you're just seeing how they're treating Fido, even before he has a name, like garbage. Like that's a person, and you're not even treating it like a dog. Right. And yeah. the, the poor thing's chained up in the backyard. During that rainstorm, mm-hmm. like a crazy electrical storm, mm-hmm. like the poor thing's scared. It's yeah. yeah. I also thought about the uh, scene where it's 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 also early with the milkman who's looking at a porno in the in the milk truck, <laughs> while the zombie milkman is the one who's actually delivering yeah. stuff. Yeah, they're slaves. It's like they're just home servants, but they are slaves. This is just like everybody's smiling and happy and makes everything look great, but you're all a bunch of fucking slave owners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't think a thing about it. No, nope. because mm-hmm. they're not people. No, they're not really people. Well, not not anymore. anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a scene where uh, uh, Mr. Theopolis is fixing his con. He said, "This is exactly what I'm talking about because the wall in the back was primary yellow. Mm-hmm. The trim on his robe was primary red. Tammy's outfit was blue, and the whole scene goes pop." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just noticed every scene, like even like the uh, b- b- what do you call them, like b- b- knickknacks. Bang, bang, bang. Everything is designed to go pop. Yeah. Which, how, do you, how do you feel about the Tammy relationship? Because I'm, con- I'm like a little conflicted, well, right? Because if we're talking about the zombies as slaves, like, then she's kind of, you yeah, know. And initially, but I think there's a journey that most of the characters go on. Like, by the end, it's a different relationship. Right. Mr. Theopolis 
ha- is notorious in town because he's got his, his zombie servant, Tammy. Scantily clad, blonde Tammy. And mm-hmm. he's dressed like Hugh Hefner. The whole time mm-hmm. with the cigarette in the holder. Loved him. <laughs> She's like mm-hmm. this real pig. And everyone, everyone knows what's going on over there. But of course, nobody talks about what's going on over there. You shut that down, cut that conversation down. But I think by the end, he realizes I actually love Tammy. And she mm-hmm. loves him back. He hurts her feelings at one point in the car. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll just get a new model if, if anything happens. Or, oh. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> He felt bad. And then after what happens in the last scene, he's That's my Tammy. He's serving her at the end. Like in the last scene, like he's serving her drinks. And you just see other people like playing chess with their zombies. Yeah. Treating them like people. And like as opposed to the beginning when that in that video where you see the parents like getting served like tropical drinks in their lawn chairs while that they have a zombie nanny taking care of their kids. And just like "Mm." Yeah, totally different, totally different relationship with zombies uh, from the beginning of the movie at the end. And um, yeah, I love it. Also, the fact that, I mean, like, going back to the whole slaves thing and the fact that there's literally no people of color, no actors of color in this whole thing. Uh, gray the, is a color. Model green is a color. Well, uh, there yeah. we go. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. So all with the exception of Tammy, because she it, was fresh. She got her. She, she was, was really fresh. fresh. But put a collar Before on. She hit the ground. <laughs> Which is also scary because that means you've got like Zomcom people just roaming around waiting for people to drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. They do also. He does also say. Well, the the kid says um, uh, he he got fired for having a zombie girlfriend. So it does indicate that there was a relationship there before, like he left Zom- yeah. Zomcon and whatnot. Yeah. So I guess that's true. Yeah, I, I yeah I th- I I think it's still a little awkward. It's a little, it's a little awkward, awkward. But you but know what? I, why judge them? Okay, if she loves him and he mm-hmm. loves her, why judge them? She does love him because mm-hmm. we learn. Uh, cause yeah, Fido loves that family. He had that collar off, and he didn't eat them. Did you yeah. think that Fido and Helen, like, were flirting? Did they have a romantic relation? I, like, I'm, a lot of people, a lot of people are under the impression that it's Fido's baby, and I said that's just dumb. No, that's, that's dumb. Yeah. No, I don't think I don't think so. I think they've got something else. It's an appreciation for each other. She does say to Timmy, like, it's like a friend feeling, you know, because he's like, you know, he says it like he the thing he says implies that there's like, is there something romantic there? And she's like, no, no, it's not like that. It's like it's like a friend. I love him like a friend. And because she is clearly also very lonely since she's constantly reaching out to try and get her husband to connect with Mm -hmm. her. And he just keeps like rejecting her. So if this is another person who, you know, it's an emotional connection. Yeah. Yeah. But not Mm -hmm. a romantic one. Yes. Not necessarily. Like she says, maybe if we'd met when you were still alive or something like that, Mm -hmm. that. mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. They have a special bond. I like it. The whole thing's cute. Yeah, it's like those friends where it's like sort of like maybe in another when we if we if we'd met at different points in our life, we could have been a couple, but we're not a couple. But we'd rather be friends, Mm -hmm. you know, like instead of trying to make that connection happen when it's not really even there. So, yeah, I do love that the dad was reading Death Magazine in bed. Yep. Yep. Not Life Magazine, (laughs) Death Magazine. That's what they have in this world. (laughs) There are a lot of really cute little touches like that. Yeah. Just throughout the whole thing. It's a pretty movie. It's a really pretty it's a, movie. Yeah, it's a gorgeous thing to look at. Um, I also love the car washing scene. The car washing scene. Yeah, well, oh, where yes, they're squirting, yes, where yes, squirting yes. fire with the hose and having a great time, and Dad has to come out and ruin it. Yep, yep. That's detail work. Yeah. She's but again, it's all about appearance. It's about the car. It's got to look like this. It's got to look perfect. And by the way, all those cars, I was like, ah. 
Yeah. Oh, right. God. And, and again, the color is popping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That seafoam green color, I just, it's so very much of a time period, and I just love it so much. I actually saw this, I watched this with my mom. It was on cable, and she had it on. I wandered in, and she was very excited by the movie. She was enjoying it, and she's like, it's so exciting to see this era looking like this, because it doesn't look like this in the pictures and in the movies. Because right. it can't. The film didn't have that capacity to look this. But she's like, this is what yeah. it looked like. This is what all the colors look like. Wow. Yeah. I like, have another My Time, <laughs> that's exactly right. like I, that's, I, I, was, I was translating into, into English from Lilanese. Lilanese. <laughs> I just want cars to have visors again. Mm-hmm. That like that like brim, like a hat where it like sticks out to be able to like, you know, shade the driver. Do you know what I'm talking about? They, no. They had this in it's it was a very specific era of like 1950s car design where it literally would have like a brim like a hat at the top of the windshield that would project out and it just it looks really cool. It is not aerodynamic. No, and it probably caused <laughs> massive mangulations. Mangulations? Mangulations oh, ab- to anybody that like ran into it. Yeah. Absolutely. But it looks so cool. Papaya. Papaya. Shh. Papaya. <laughs> you hush your mouth. <laughs> you hush your mouth. Going back to the car washing scene, I love when the friend pulls up. Yes, yes. You're going to, with the, uh, uh, they're going to go golfing. Yeah, yeah. And I can't think of the dad's name, whatever the dad's name. He's like, um, hi, Dylan Baker. Hi, Helen. And she just goes, Floyd. <laughs> it was, but with a big smile, but there was so much poison in that smile. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Are you sure you have to go? You were just saying how much you hate Floyd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because zombies don't need to drink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't have any, but they, they don't need to, but why not? Well, can't we do? They don't have to, but it would be yeah. nice. We can treat it like a person, like a, a thing with a mo- yeah, instead of just another object yeah but I just love the line that she has at the end where he's going on about something she's just like honey whatever your name is Fred whatever just because you had to kill your father does that mean the rest of us have to be unhappy forever mm-hmm mm-hmm and he still won't bone her I'm like come on it's Carrie Ann Moss <laughs> come on come on Smoke show. Look at yeah. He was like Dan was like hello mm. the whole time. No, and that dance, <laughs> all of those that dance are. scene was amazing. Perfect. The whole, that, what a great conflict. Yeah. What a great yeah. conflict. What a tense dance scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All she wants to do is just it's just a little test. I'm gonna just ask my husband for a dance. How complicated is that? We haven't danced since mm-hmm. we were our wedding night. Yeah. Two minutes. Just something. Give me something. I'm like working really hard. Just give me. And Fido's there. Just like, all right, if you want, I got somebody who will. And they have this fantastic dancing that's so tense. And again, he can't even confront his own anger about this. He has to go and get a weapon. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A little shock Mm -hmm. color for Fido, which is just men. This is such a men problem. Like, this is men's problems in general embodied in one character. Yeah, yeah. So many men anyway, but not us. We're awesome. Not you, yeah. But the, no, I mean that's 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 that's. I mean that is what my family's like. I mean because I'm mm-hmm. technically a different generation than my brothers and sisters, and they're all like that. My brothers all shut down. My father shut down. All my uncles, they all like that. The next one in line is thirteen years older than me. Wow! Oh, wow. I didn't know there was that much of an age. Oh gap. yeah, they're eleven months apart, and then me. How you say? Oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how you say? As how my, you say? Rhythm method don't work. 
Mm. As my friend who's also the youngest by a significant margin from her uh, brothers and sisters, the blessing. Is that Quelsing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was the first one to be like, so you were a mistake. (gasps) She's like... An unplanned surprise. Why would you say that? I was (laughs) like... Because, come on, it's fine. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like, I was the blessing child. The blessing. Bless your heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Billy Collie. Billy Collie. Is great. Yeah. <laughs> Indescribable performance. The amount that he's able to convey with almost nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Just like Fronts. a couple of couple looks. Of like a little bit of like... You know, like eyebrow movement, grunts. It's great. I, I just, I, even, you can even figure out his backstory a little bit. You can at least imagine it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved his whole backstory. The, the fact that Timmy identifies that he has a heart attack scar yeah. mm-hmm. when he sees him, when he's hosing him down that one time. And he's like, oh, you had a heart attack. That yeah. must have been how you died. And how he has this still, yeah. like, and the addiction to cigarettes. Like, oh, still gosh. reaching for the cigarettes, even in the zombie. Yeah. And the relief that he has when he takes But I also realize just now, Grandpa didn't die from a heart attack. Another lie. Oh, right. Well, but he might have had a heart attack, though, right? Oh, yeah. Or no, did, were they keeping that from... I think so. I don't remember. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Oh, the, oh, you mean the grandfather that he had to shoot, that the father yeah. had to shoot? right, we know he was. Oh, yeah. They're like, we don't talk about your grandfather. We just don't talk That's about true. your grandfather. That's true. We just don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. We yeah. just don't talk no. about that. We just don't no. talk about no. that. I got to say, when the um, musical version of Fido comes out, this Carrie Ann Moss role is my dream role. So. There should be a musical of this. Can you imagine? I, I really, I'm really, i looking forward to the ballad of... <laughs> that they like, should do yeah. that. It would be hysterical. Fido soliloquy is <laughs> what it will be. It's just like, and it's a parody of um, Billy Bigelow's soliloquy from uh, Carousel. I'm complete. <laughs> With the Pause. cigarette. That's <laughs> my arm is complete again. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> TM, 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 TM. Speaking of which, the music in this is incredible. The pop music, mm-hmm. that yeah. the fifty. I don't even think, I don't think, I'm not sure, I meant to look this up beforehand, I don't think a lot of it is actually from the 50s. No, because that song in the dance scene is Put a Lid on It. That's a Squirrel Nut Zippers song. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it's like throwback style, but not mm-hmm. actually. I, not but it's fine, because it's not really the 50s. So you can, like, anything can happen, yeah. anything can exist there. It doesn't yeah. matter, but mm-hmm. it just, it just, yeah. Every song, I'm like, this song is great. Every song, I'm like, oh my god, this whole thing is amazing. Everything about the whole picture just like made it, breathed more life into it and flushed it out and made it like this act, like the world, I'm um, the world building, Dan. Yeah, I'm sure that you would appreciate it. Uh, oh, absolutely. That. I mean, the the architecture of those spaces too. There's something about like homes of that era where ever, there was so much extra space because it was right. Like it, and I know it's not like the, it's not real, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, like the 1950s sized spaces, they're so fucking big. Like the size of that table, yeah. they had, well, they could fit six at that dining table. It was just the three of them. Mm-hmm. But there could have been six. But yeah. We have to plan for big families because the bigger the family, the better. That shows that we, yeah, we're an even better family than we are. That kind of, yeah. And we have to have a bigger table. We have to have a bigger table than them. Right. Mm-hmm. And we have to mm-hmm. bigger t- right. We have to have a bigger house than them. We have to have a bigger car than them. We have to mm-hmm. have a nicer lawn than them. Mm-hmm. 
I like what I liked about this world is that it it feels a little like Tim Burton's idea of what suburbia is without the darkness underneath it. Like there's the darkness isn't sub- subsumed. Right, and, it, nor is it heightened, and like the the fifty, uh, the, the 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 style of it isn't heightened. It's just nailing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which which puts more of the focus on the subtext of slavery, capitalism, corporatism, uh, you know, a post-war America, mm-hmm. and you know, the familial relationships with your parents, and you know, like you said, it's not explicit it's just enough under the surface that it doesn't feel like it's hammering you like in the head right and that's that's what made it enjoyable for me yeah i feel like that that the thing that separates it from like a tim burton style um idea of suburbia is that the 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 negative um aspects of it are focused on the corporation and the system as opposed to the Tim Burton world where it's all of the people are apples with worms inside them. There's like, there's that part of it. You know what I mean? None of these people are actually really that bad per se. But but the thing that's what's bad about them is what's being enforced upon them. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is what they're taught. This is what they're told. This is how we're we're controlling you. Mm -hmm. If you don't fit and if you don't follow what we do, we're going to make it disappear. Mm -hmm. Right. We're literally, you're literally going to throw you outside this wall. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Outside this fence. That's where you go. Conform or be expelled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but in a nice sugary package, we don't Mm -hmm. say that out loud. Mm -hmm. No, we don't say that. No. No. Yeah. Great stuff. Fun movie. Yeah. Fun movie. Yeah. I love it. This was, I mean, like, this was, we were talking about, we looked up, like, how much money this made and how much it costs, and it seemed like it was kind of a flop. Is that true? I I don't think it had a theatrical release here. Oh, Oh, was it only released in Canada? Is that? I think so. I think think it went straight to video here. Yeah. yeah. It looked like most of the sales was DVD. And I was, Mm -hmm. because I remember seeing this poster or maybe it was just a DVD something. But I, when you sent this, I was like, Fido, what? And then as soon as that, I like saw the the red that light image of Billy face, Connolly, like, yeah. Oh, I've I've seen this, but I've never obviously seen the movie. But mm-hmm. like that, the only thing that kind of I don't know. I'm gonna guess it was probably at places like maybe like the Angelica or like the Waverly right. when it was still the Waverly. Yeah, right. Like yeah, that. and this was they, they, this was not gonna be this was never gonna be a is it blockbuster? They yeah. never, it's never gonna run in the major theaters. Couldn't no. couldn't compete. Indie no, but, darling, it's, but it's, it's hard an to, indie darling. But it's hard to tell see. from that image of the of the red with Fido's face what this is. That's true. Like I get there's nothing. They're alternate posters. Yeah, they're oh, alternate they're, posters. Okay. That's just the DVD posters. There's one of like the Happy Family with the zombie. It's, it's more of like so a that would, leave it to Beaver kind okay. of thing. That's yeah, what I would have wanted to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because just I do remember seeing that image of Billy Connolly and being like, "What is this? What, what is this, this movie?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the poster that I'm thinking of it looks more like a, like a, an Airbud kind of oh. thing. It's like here's the family, and here's like the cra- like the, instead of the crazy dog, you have a zombie. Yes, uh, got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, Fido. Like, yeah. <sighs> but one of the things I just want to talk about is this, this is an argument that came up recently about politics in horror movies. Okay. All right. Specifically about oh good this will work for you uh, about the remake of Black Christmas that was out over Ooh, the winter mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I saw and actually it wasn't bad okay it clearly was another script and that script whatever they had was fine but they hammered Black Christmas stuff into it mm. and, and it got a little wonky but the it led with its girl power message. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was hitting you in the face in the trailers and it was hitting you in the face from the second it started and, and people are like, I don't like politics. How about, there's no harm in politics. I'm like, are, 
The new horror night of living dead. I'm like, uh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah, there is. There's politics in everything. There's politics in all art forms. It was poli- and people got all mad. They're like, oh, you know, wow, just because it's a feminist movie, you don't like it. I'm like, no, it's just that you, you, you told me that before I got in. You didn't let me find it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cause if you lead, if you lead with it, you're not giving us the opportunity to see it. If it's, if it's too over the head, like on top, uh, if it hits you over the head too hard, it's propaganda. Right. If you're leading with the message and you're leading with the politics rather than like this, this is a good movie mm-hmm. that is built around some very interesting political commentary. But it knows what it is first, which is this is entertainment. You're mm-hmm. supposed to enjoy yeah. this. And then yeah. all of the political stuff is like fun little nuggets that make you want to like crawl into it and look in the background and see little things that you know help flesh out the politics that are in the story rather than just saying like here are our politics now watch the story that we're going to wrap around it. it's like that nobody wants that well it also takes it out of a place of art you yeah. know what i mean yeah it's yeah and what i what i was trying to explain to people like you just realized that you just murdered your own message because the people that you needed to reach with it already came in with the chip on the shoulder yeah so, so I mean, I was just th- thinking about, like, Lady Ghostbusters and all that, like, fucking controversy. And it was like, mm-hmm. look, we saw, I don't know what you, I mean, we saw it. Mm-hmm. It was. Didn't like it. it. I, just, I just didn't think it was it funny. It wasn't that, it was funny, that funny. Right? No. It's like, and so what's frustrating about that is there's all of this online commentary about the, the you know, the feminization of this beloved fucking property. And then it's like, okay, well now you've just poisoned the waters as to whether or not we can just enjoy it as a movie and whether or not the movie as a movie is any good. And the movie wasn't really that good. I mean, no. And I know I feel sad about, I know I feel bad about saying that it wasn't very good because now people think, yeah, well, you just didn't like it because it had girls in it. No, no, I no, I, that's not. No, it had some of my favorite comedians in that yeah. movie, who, who, and it wasn't funny. Like if you've got what's her name, what's because like, well, that's, that's the I, what's her what's her ass from Saturday Night Live. Kristen uh, Wiig. No. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, Kate yeah. McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. If Kate McKinnon can't make your movie funny, there's a problem with your movie. Yep. Yeah. She was not funny. No. She's brilliant. She can like just stand there and be hilarious, and uh, there's just a problem with your movie, and it's a shame that everything always boils down to this. The, the thing with the Ghostbusters thing that I, I feel like people miss is that what's so great about those originals is, is kind of the, the camaraderie and the, the chemistry between the four guys. They, and I just don't think, I think that what happened with this remake with the females is that they were like, okay, who are the funniest women that we have right now? And they picked Melissa McCarthy, Leslie Jones, uh, Kate McKinnon and Kristen Wiig. And that's accurate to say those are the four funniest women that you probably think of when you think of funny women right now. But I don't think you necessarily put them in a room together to see, like, do they have the type of chemistry that can make this pop and work and, and, and feel very real? Because those relationships between Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and um, Harold Ramis and Ernie Hudson feel very, like, they feel like guys who work at a fire department or something like that. They're just like, they're they're, even though they're all scientists and specialists in this field, they have this chemistry about them that just feels like they're just like they're friends. And, and didn't hear. I, I, I also try to explain to people, people like, why, why are 80s movies so much better than movies today? I'm like, it's like in horror movies. I'm like, it's a different type of 
market now because mm-hmm. back then you can make a movie where it's not as mega corporation yes. that is yes. running everything through algorithms and has to please different demographics and you're literally writing your movies by machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This combination of people is very popular. We put them together, a movie will be popular. It doesn't matter what it's about. Mm-hmm. Bang, go. Yeah. Right. And, the amount of- and you, have to, you have to stick to the script. You have to stick to the script because if you say that thing, then funny, we might uh, be offend this person, this person. You have to mention this thing. It's also bullshit. Like it, You don't know how much of those... Female comedians from Ghostbusters are actually in the script. Yeah, like, right, mm-hmm. right. And so didn't Harold Ramis write Ghostbusters? Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd wrote it. Right. So like, do, mm-hmm. I, I mean, and I, you know, they're improving their ass off mm-hmm. on that set. Yeah. too. Right. So like, you know, do you think that those four women had the same amount of control over the script that they did over the original Ghostbusters? I'm going to guess fucking not. I'm going to guess, like you said, I'm guessing not because it was such a gamble. That's when that's when the corporation mm-hmm. said, I know you had to know it. Just no, don't take do, any risks. Do the safe thing. Do the safe thing. We got to make our money back. And that's the thing is like you didn't the 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 joy of Ghostbusters, like you said, is that relationship coming through? Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as you're going to put an algorithm and a corporate like you know stamp on it, you're getting in the way of the actors being able to have that relationship with the text and and have that natural camaraderie come through. It's not their fault. It's not the actors actors' fault. It's 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 just what it is. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. so, and, and that I mean that's the thing that just bums the hell out of me is that this this backlash against women is, you know in a lady ghostbusters kind of analysis right like there isn't there is a target there to to get mad at it's just not mm. them yeah well yeah and uh tie it into the gay people um there's a documentary out right now called scream queen mm-hmm. my nightmare on elm street yeah about Mark Patton on the wall he started nightmare on elm street part two which had this incredibly homophobic Subtext to it. Okay. And when the movie didn't do so great, the movie industry blamed him. And it was also the 80s in Hollywood during the gay panic. Yeah. He, he was destroyed. Destroyed. Mm. And all this stuff comes up in the movie. And he's, he's talking to the screenwriter who still doesn't admit that the stuff was homophobic. I'm like, there's a scene in a gay bar. There's a scene where like he's tied up, the, the, he's, he's naked in a gym with his gym teacher, and the gym teacher is tied up and is being spanked by fandom towels. Come on now. Right, right, right. And you know, it, it's a possession story. He's got a man inside of him, and it's like he's fighting this demon inside of him that he can't let anybody see because if they see it, mm. they'll hurt me, or I'll hurt them. It's a bad thing inside of me. It's totally about internalized homophobia. Mm. And he just, this guy keeps rattling off scenes like, there's, this is famous dancing, which I will send you the the link to he's just dancing around in his in his bedroom to a pop song and doing stupid things and he's like closing the chair with his butt uh, closing the drawer with his butt and like that's in the screen was like well i didn't write you didn't write it that you should play it that gay and they're arguing about things like you know the script says closes drawer with butt <laughs> mm-hmm. does this that and the other thing and mark is just like i he's being attacked by some other person he's just like how many people did this movie go through Mm-hmm. Before it got to the screen, if, my, if your big argument with me is that I scream like a girl in the movie, why didn't anybody dub it? Mm. Why did anybody come up to me on set and say, "Don't do that"? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Why is everything my fault? Yeah, right. I don't know how we got here, but it's just saying. But it's just like it's like the Ghostbusters; it's the women's yeah. fault. You're leaving right. the, exactly. them exactly. It's the same thing. Like it went through a million people, went through millions of producers and people who went through every goddamn frame of that movie. All the sponsors who had their product placement, they all go through every goddamn frame, but it's the four women's fault. Right, exactly. Because mm-hmm. the actors literally have no control of everything, usually. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Right. I don't know where I am. Anyway, that's Fido. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, we can, we can tie this back around. We can tie this back around because, right, in this movie, I think, like you said, right, this came out of the, uh, uh, it was partially funded by the Canadian film public fund Thanks. thingy, right? Thanks. So in a way, the, there's a little bit, there's that much less financial, you know, incentive from a, like, corporate studio. Or backer of some right, Or backers. Yeah. Wait, you mean you have a country that supports hey, artists? Hey, hey, hey. And, and original works? Exactly. And lets them, and yeah, really? Wow. And then, <laughs> and then you can have something where you have a more <laughs> gay. <laughs> I mean. Come on. <sighs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. This was a delight. Yeah. It's a great little movie. It's a wonderful little movie. And what I was going to say before, and I was going to interrupt Dan, was that it really wasn't until I was watching it last night that I went, okay, what's lurking beneath the surface here? Because there's always something. And then I went, oh, 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 gosh, there's tons under here. But you got to scratch a bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got to scratch that lottery ticket. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's just a lottery ticket. It's a great lottery ticket. It's a great look. It's it's got a... That colorful Jackpot thing, but underneath here. Yeah. There's prizes under mm-hmm. there if you don't scratch it off. Mm-hmm. But, it, but anyway, that was the weirdest analogy. <laughs> <laughs> scratchers. Scratchers. How much is have you ever have you ever won anything off a scratcher? Yes. Maybe two dollars, three dollars, something like that. One. Bucks. Yeah. yeah. I think like nothing worth it. Yeah. My parents don't know what to get Dan for like holidays and stuff, so they'll give him a card sometimes that has a bunch of scratchers in it. <laughs> and I'm like, this is great. This Sounds is exactly good. what I need. We don't know you at all, and we don't really care. To. <laughs> <sighs> we don't understand him. Guys like this. They're like, oh man, she's already a nightmare. And then she married someone just like her. So like, <laughs> oh God, these two. Here, you're getting a fucking scratcher. <laughs> it'll keep them it'll keep them both quiet for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> plus, it's, plus they're all from New Jersey, so we can't even claim the money unless we go to New Jersey to like pick it up. So like if you do win a big jackpot, like what are we gonna do? I'm not gonna take the train to go. Right. Like the subway's gonna the subway trip is gonna cost more than what you exactly. won. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, okay. Cha ching. <laughs> Thanks, grandma. <laughs> oh golly gee whiz. All right. This is a delight. It was great seeing you guys. Yeah. So do you guys um what, what what's your tip to getting through with all this? What you do what did you what's what do we do in isolation that that that's making it work for you? Well, we mentioned the birds. Mentioned so. the Yeah, I mean for me, um <laughs> That wasn't where I was going, but that's fine too. Um for me it's I, I kinda have a list, a checklist of things that are sort of very simple shit that I do almost every day. So like mm. And, and I, there's something about, I like making lists and checking things off of lists. So if I have a list that's like got a bunch of simple stuff, like wake up. Okay. I can check that off mm. because wake up, have coffee, kick ass done. I can go back to bed now. It's not that far, that far off, but I have just things that are like, wake up, brush your teeth, wash your face yeah. because like you can easily sort of just wake up and sit on a couch and then it's two in the afternoon and you haven't brushed your teeth or washed your face or done any of that stuff. And those are things oh, you get I sucked need. into you get sucked into social media yeah. vacuum, uh, yeah. which is really dangerous now. It's really dangerous because like I'm talking to people, but then it's just all that other shit that just gets in your head. And you just, anyway, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally with that. No, it's a it's a form of order. And that's totally cool. And it is needed because <laughs> I woke up the other day, the day I decided to shave my head, the same day I decided to shave Smoochie's, but not with the same trimmer. But that's a whole other story. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like no judgment. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask, and you beat me to it. No, no. I just, no I just woke up. I mean, because I've been, you know, I've been showering and getting dressed every day and everything. But I realized I looked in the mirror and I went, okay. Right now, I could actually take the hair on my head 
and braid it with the hair in my ears and connect mm. it to the hair in my nose <laughs> and then connect that to these long chin. I'm like, hey, this just, <laughs> just little manners of grooming. And I'm looking at my nails going, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to just, if it's not like get outside, which yeah. I know is not a, I mean, you need to do you're not going to die if you walk at the door. Right, if you know right, what you're doing. Yeah, right. yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. I, it's like, don't be a fucking idiot. Don't Put a mask idiot. on. Go out there. You know. And, like, keep uh, your distance. And so Wash I go your out hands. Of, yeah. And so I go out on my bike a bunch, and I've now found little pockets in Brooklyn where there's nobody around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that has been great. Like, especially if it's a sunny day, there's this park, like little park down in Red Hook, and nobody's ever Shh. there. You can Shh. Yeah, don't touch right. oh, yeah, the no. people. Oh, yeah. Shh. Shh. Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> Please, please. There's a park down in Red Hood where they stab you the second. Yeah. <laughs> yes. you bike by. Just stay away. Like, there's that bug. There's that bike a bunch guy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You said bike a bunch, and I like the sound of that. Like like a sounded like a cartoon. Bike a bunch. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Care Bears. Bike a bunch. <laughs> Saturday morning kids show. Putting a pedal to the metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming your way. Bike a bunch. <laughs> Adventure coming <laughs> down the street. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's 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 good. Like getting outside when it's like sunny is um, has been very helpful. I've been going to Greenwood Cemetery and walking around a lot, um, which has gotten actually a little bit too much. But just sort of being around and doing that. All right, Dan, Kristen, where can people find out more about uh, Killing Your Darlings and and the show? What do you got coming up on the show? And tell me more about your Shakespeare adventure oh, in May. Okay, um, so I have a theater company. Um, so I have a theater <laughs> company, uh, Siren and Sailor Theater Co. Um, we um, are doing a Zoom reading, as so many theater companies are, are kind of jumping on that bandwagon doing that kind of stuff. Um, we had something planned for April, um, which we couldn't do. So my partner and I got together and decided discussed uh, what we would like to do via Zoom, and we settled on Midsummer Night's Dream because it's fun, um, a piece that everyone kind of knows. Uh, it's fairly quick and um, and silly. Uh, and uh, the the format that we that we do these readings in is like a drinking game format, so there's like a little like buzzed word category. So like if it's Shakespeare, like we haven't decided what the exact rules are going to be for Midsummer yet, but for like Bink Beth, it's like every time you hear the word blood, you take a drink and that that sort of in that sort of vein. Um, so we've done this before. Ha! Vein! Hey! hey <laughs> Blood vein! Look ah. at that! <laughs> um, so we will be coming up with those rules, and we're trying to currently figure out how to adapt this to the Zoom platform, because when you when a word comes up, we'll ring a bell, typically, and that's how people know, and so we're it's been kind of fun trying to figure that out. So that's going to be on uh, May 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so I'm going to be playing um, Bottom, the... Uh, the character with the donkey head. Uh, and uh, But who are you playing in the show? <laughs> Look, I can see into the living room right now. You have no idea the furniture I'm seeing. I'm like, I, there are contraptions I have never seen before, but please continue. See the harpoon in the background? <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> there she blows. <laughs> she does. Uh, <laughs> My uh, wife. <laughs> my wife. Um, so, yeah, so that's on May 22nd. Um, and uh, you can find more information about that. Um, we're, we're on Instagram and Facebook. It's sirenandsailortheaterco.com, all, ro- all written out. Theater is uh, T-H-E-A-T-R-E. So that's there. 
Dan, you want to talk about KYD? Uh, so we also... Yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> so Killing Your Darlings is, as we said, like a nostalgia movie podcast, and you can find us on uh, iTunes, on Google Play. Anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you want to yell at us about our terrible ideas, mm-hmm. it's on uh, at KYDcast on Twitter, KYDcast on Instagram, or KYDcast at gmail.com if you need more words. There you go. So that's what we're doing. I need words. I need pictures. I need aromas. I don't know where that went. <laughs> I got it. Daddy needs it. Oh, she's up. Hi, baby. Aww. <sighs> Why are you talking to them? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I turn my back, you're over there on the goddamn camera showing off, um, <laughs> telling stories about me. All right. Thank you very much for joining me for the birthday show. Yay. Yay. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. to you. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, dear Patrick. Happy birthday to you. It's tomorrow. No. Air up. So thank you once again to Dan and Kristen for coming all the way from the Killing Your Darlings Mansion to come hang out with me on what continues to be the longest birthday party ever, even though I'm miserable and can't sleep. That's not the point right now. That was the highlight of the week. Just sitting down talking to them, and they are delightful people. And hey, if you are interested in checking out Kristen's live streaming show where she's performing... Much Ado About Nothing, that's Moochie crinkling a bag in the background, and there's nothing I can do about it right now. But hey, if you want to check out Kristen doing uh, Shakespeare, the link is right down there in the show notes, because that is tonight, Friday. And all the information will be down there, so go check that out. So yay, thank you for that. Also, uh, my birthday month continues, and I'm also asking donations to help out for Backpacks for the Street, which is an organization which is helping the homeless people of New York City during this incredibly difficult time. I've also included a section that they just did on the news with Jeffrey and Jason, the, t- the couple that run the organization, and it's really powerful and moving, and it's more powerful and moving than anything I can ever say when I am this strung out. So use that little link in the show notes to check them out as well, and please donate. Please donate. Either use their website, www.backpacksforthestreets.org, or use my Facebook event you know, fundraiser page, which is bit.ly slash sqbackpacks. This Saturday, of course, uh, tomorrow, we are doing that screening I mentioned earlier at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On the cast app, we're going to be watching Fido, which you just heard about, and Shock Value, which you heard about last week. Both excellent movies. We have a great time. Please come play with us. There's always vintage trailers beforehand and in short films and karaoke, it's a whole party. We have a great time. So come join us. And the link to do that is bit.ly slash sqsocial, bit.ly slash sqsocial, Saturday, whatever the hell the day is, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be there! Because I want you there. I don't know what that was. Thank you again to Squadcast for making this interview session sound fabulous. The link is in the show notes if you want to get a free trial of them. I don't have the energy to, to pump, pimp out anything except myself because I want to clean up the cat puke that happened in the last 10 minutes and crawl back into bed. And also, hooray for Captivated Them, the most awesome podcast host on the face of the planet who make everything so easy I could cry. But I'm not going to because I just don't feel like it. Because I don't cry out loud and I'll do it on the air when I'm trying to do a podcast. He must be feeling better if he's Melissa Manchester, you're probably right. I probably am. 
So next time, we are going to be revisited by the guys from Death Drop Gorgeous. They visited during the Everyday's Halloween Potathon right there towards the end to talk about their movie and also review One Dark Night. Remember them? Well, I've seen their movie now, and I'm going to be writing a review of that this week if I can ever get my ass out of bed. And they're going to come, and they're going to be talking about my Super Psycho Sweet 16. It'll be super duper fun. We watched it at one of the screenings a couple of weeks ago, and it was a big hit. And if you weren't there, oh, well. Start counting these things. Great times are had by all. Great times are not being had by Smoochie right now, so I really must wrap this up. So if you want to get in touch with me, you can do that by looking me up on Facebook, by doing a search on Scream Queens for Horror Gets Gay. And, of course, that's Queens with a Z. You can find me on Twitter at Scream Queens. I'm on Instagram at Scream Queens Podcast. And you can write a review of the show over at podchaser.com. Great little community happening over there. Leave a review over there or on iTunes. Be old-fashioned. I don't care. Just review the show. Let the, know, let the world know how you feel about Scream Queen. Okay, she's growling at me now. So until next time, my beautiful, beautiful Screamers, continue to make the world a safer place. And you do that by following the Scream Queen's golden rule. Say it with me, kids. Fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it to the final reel. Stay the fuck home. Wash your fucking hands. Wear a fucking mask. Chill the fuck out. And stay fucking fabulous. I just added that one today because I can. Bye, everybody. Love you. All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com. Bitches! <laughs> Ew.